0: Everyone, pop culture, politics, and a sprinkle of treason. I'm joined today once again by Chris and John.
1: Hello,
2: hello, hello,
0: hello. How's it going? Charles has done something insane to your hair. And really? I just want you to know that I'm not going to be able to take you seriously for the rest of the episode. I'm okay.
2: I'm really enjoying how structural it is today.
1: That's because I've got that powder in it that you can only buy in Australia. You can't uh. buy in this country. So whenever a friend visits from Australia, and was like, what do you want from Australia? Thinking I'll say Tim Tams. I'm like, here's a photo of this particular hair product. Bring me four of them. Yeah.
0: Wait, help me. Who does Chris look like right now? Johnny Bravo?
1: Yeah. Oh my God. What have you done? I I gave right. you like, Charles
0: has just been sitting next to Chris playing with his hair and making it stand straight up and I've been trying to make like direct eye contact with Chris and make very serious <laughs> political <laughs> points and I'm like don't break
1: as uh, we've discussed in this very show uh, when I'm within r- grabbing distance of Charles I become his fidget spinner y- yeah. yeah you yeah.
0: are like his own little doll
2: yeah I <laughs> It's, I imagine it's what the Fonz would have if he had his hair plus a faux hawk at the same time. <laughs>
1: yeah. This works out great for me sometimes because I get like neck massages and the odd shoulder massage, and when I'm knotted up, it really helps. But sometimes my hair just gets fucked with. So mm-hmm. There you go. And sometimes an entire fist tries to make its way into my mouth and I don't like that either. I have so, done, done that's that. That's
0: aggressive. I haven't done that in roundabout. quite I will some say time. that's aggressive, trying to cram your fist into someone's I mouth. I
2: start with a finger.
1: And we work our way up. So
0: that's kind of your fault. When the first finger goes (laughs) in, what are you doing at that point? Are you just like hanging out? Like Uh, surely it'll just be the finger.
1: uh, uh, I'll say this, not for the first time in my life. I protest every finger.
0: (laughs) All right. So I won't victim blame them. (laughs) Charles, you are a fucked up freak. And I don't know what your deal is. Guys, uh, so we are recording this episode on, you don't need to know the recording uh, schedule of this show. But uh, you're listening to Light Treason News. Hello. We're Hello. a 100% listener-supported show. If you haven't done so already, please go to lighttreason.news and smash that donate button to smash keep it. us smash going. It. Smash it. Uh, so while we're in the pop culture section, guys, I wanted to, in addition to asking you about any other uh, pop culture recommendations you might have, I wanted to talk about the Emmys. Um couple exciting things happened for the first time ever black actors have swept all of the guest actor <gasps> emmys Yay.
1: oh fuck yeah wait 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 how have emmys already happened oh this is the the pre emmy emmys right yes okay okay hey, okay hey. okay great uh, <laughs>
0: As noted by Variety, (laughs) all four guest actor awards, actor and actress for comedy and drama, all went to black performers for the first time ever. Specifically, the winners were, I apologize for any names I mispronounce, Ron Seafish Jones for This Is Us, Samira Wiley for The Handmaid's (laughs) Tale, Kat Williams for Atlanta, and Tiffany Haddish for her Saturday Night Live episode. Um... So, like, stacked
1: categories. Samira Wiley earned that she because... She amazing. She does such good work with nothing. Yes. I give her nothing to do, and she makes everything so powerful.
0: That is true. Although, I feel like... Yeah, that is true. She's not given a lot. But, I mean, she was also incredible in, in uh, Orange is the New Black. 100%. I, like... I don't think I've cried harder than, like... There's a moment with her in Orange is mm-hmm. the New Black. I think that's, like, one of the hardest mm. I've ever cried watching a tv show. Uh she was incredible. Agreed. So also, uh John Legend became the first uh black man ever to win an egot.
1: Yay. Oh. My god. He did it.
0: Yeah. So I mean like truly everybody knew John Legend was going to get an egot uh because he's insanely talented.
1: And he's like every like he does so much. Like, yes. oh, yeah, John so Legend much. did a bit of that. Oh, John Legend was that. John Le- Legend won this award for doing this thing that you didn't even know he was doing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so good.
0: I wanted to make sure... Yes. Very. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's the first black man. Uh, right, because Oprah won, right? And you got...
1: Uh, Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg.
0: Whoopi Goldberg. Um, Oprah did
1: I. Does she have a Wait.
0: Tony? I thought... Let's see. She oh, might have um,
2: one for, like, producing something.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Beep beep beep.
0: Uh doo-doo-doo. I thought she did. Let's see. List of ECA winners fact checking in real time. Ooh.
1: Uh, yeah while you're fact checking, yes, um yes, yes. uh Ron Cephas Jones, who won for This Is Us, the only I've I stopped watching This Is Us, but so I know I. I know he is related to Oh no, I've got no first name. Jasmine. His daughter i believe or possibly even granddaughter uh, was in the original cast of hamilton hey. and that's how i knew that surname Cephas jones oh.
0: yeah. uh yeah oprah did win and you got she oh.
1: The, oh cool nice phew my tip my useless information was just the right length
0: she won competitive emmy awards a competitive tony award and the non-competitive academy award
1: hmm. What's a
2: non-competitive No, I don't know. I
0: don't know or? what those categories mean.
2: Like, just, give it to op- just give it to Oprah. Just give her one.
0: <laughs> She's Oprah. She'll earn it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she'll figure it out later. Just give it to her now.
0: Uh, yeah, I was just double-checking. I was right about that. Uh, yeah, so awesome about John Legend. Um, he, all three won their Emmys. Oh, okay. So uh, there were three new EGOT winners. Uh, John Legend, Andrew Lloyd Webber, and Tim Rice. Oh. Uh, all three won their Emmys for NBC's Jesus Christ Superstar live cool. in concert with uh, Legend as a producer and Lloyd Webber and Rice as composer and lyricist.
1: I was just briefly getting mad that Angela Webber had egotted while Maxwell Sheffield had not. And then I remembered that Maxwell Sheffield is a fictional character. <laughs> Carry on. Wow. Yep. No, you yes. lost
0: your grip on reality. For a
1: good second and a half, got real mad. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Uh, so before I get into this other pop culture story I wanted to talk about, was there any other um, TV or movie or podcast or music recommendations you guys have?
1: Uh, does Has the comedy lineup on Netflix been recommended yet?
0: Uh, I think vaguely. Go ahead.
1: Uh it is uh, Netflix is obviously, you know, just going nutso with stand-up specials. Everyone's gotten their hour-long special. Than they did uh, the stand-ups, which is a bunch of people get a half-hour special. Uh if you haven't watched that yet, find season two and watch Gina Yashere. She's amazing. She lives in this suburb. Um okay. but there's a new one called the comedy lineup where a bunch of uh up-and-coming stand-up comedians get a 15-minute set. And it's great because they're in, they're out. If you don't like them, who cares? It's over soon. And if you do like them, then you get a taste and you can look them up elsewhere because they've all had TV spots.
0: I Now that you say this, someone didn't mention this because it reminded me of old school Comedy Central because mm. oh. they used to do these little shows. I think it was called like Lizard Lounge or something like that, where it was, they were shorter shows and they were kind of like montages yeah. of uh, acts and I always really liked that because, yeah, there are very few comics I can watch a full, even half an hour yeah. of, let alone an hour. So, like, I liked seeing like one or two jokes. It's from so good. Comics, yeah.
1: It's like Britain's Live at the Apollo, which always has several comics within an hour or half hour. Um,
0: Britain Live at the Apollo,
1: the, the Hammersmith Apollo in, in, <laughs> let's say, London. You know what I thought. <laughs> yep, the real Apollo, <laughs> yeah, Chris. yeah, yeah. No, this is a different <laughs> Apollo. I was which
0: like, First of all, like thinking of British comedians trying to do like a
1: show at the Apollo <laughs> is very...
2: Every time that I... Because he sends me clips of them sometimes and because I th- I, the signage is very similar and I'm just like, hmm,
1: this yeah. seems <laughs> wrong. It confused the hell out of me for a while too when I first moved here, I will admit. But no, this is the, the Hammersmith Apollo. But mm-hmm. yeah, uh, a shortened version, it's, it's great. Um, and I think with the comedy lineups, what they're trying to do is go global. Now, so far, I think they've all been filmed in Atlanta or at least a good bunch of them have because a bunch of them are saying hello Atlanta uh, but the comedians are from everywhere they've had uh, Ashling B who is an Irish comedian okay. um, from promo photos I've seen I believe an Australian comedian Joel Creasy gets uh, a, t- a tilt at some point they're releasing them in blocks mm-hmm. but um, yeah it's if you like stand up but you don't like you could need a whole one um, then this is great
2: um, uh, Matteo Lane also has One of those I'd never seen him
1: before, and he was
2: great. He uh, used to perform at Stonewall. on. They do a stand-up thing one Saturday a month, and he was a frequent guest there. Very cool. And he also did, uh, I want to say, Seth Meyers or Jimmy Fallon. One one, One of them. One of those little comedy breaks that they do.
1: Sure. Um, His was really good, and he has enormous arms.
2: And he also has, if you follow him on Instagram, real great butt. Um, which he shows a lot. The
0: trifecta. Funny, yeah. big arms, great butt. i noticed that Netflix
2: is doing, like, because Queer Eye happened in Atlanta too. So I feel like they're doing a lot of their reality stuff in Atlanta. Oh,
0: Atlanta gets a huge tax break. Oh, that's probably why. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's why, like, The Walking Dead is shot there. Mm. All of those shows. Yeah. Um, Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, uh,
2: Avengers, Infinity War was shot yeah, in Georgia. Yep, yep. Yeah, they get a, a big lot chunk of, of it.
0: filming contracts. Yeah. Um, Cool. So, comedy on Netflix.
2: Cool, cool, cool. Anything else? Um, I've been watching. all I mean, again, also on Netflix. So, not not sponsored. Um, no, but I'm, d- I'm not getting Netflix dollars. <laughs> have I
0: been hired yet? I don't know. <laughs> Netflix, are you hiring? <laughs> um,
2: I've been watching... Uh, I don't watch every episode because some of them are just like, oh, that seems a little weird, but there's a, a special, like a series they have called just Conspiracies. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I'm down. Because they have like an alien one. They have one about missing babies. They have ones about this and that all over the place. And I'm Babe, like, I want to watch you say that? some of them.
0: I'm listening to a podcast i think it might also just be called conspiracies (laughs) what's wrong with us i
2: love conspiracy theories i love them even when they're ridiculous
0: well this one i have to say like they're very um like they go into what the conspiracy theory is and then they're pretty good at like dismantling it so yeah it's called conspiracy theories and but it's fun because they delve into the conspiracy which is always fun just hearing like the wild ride that is the actual conspiracy itself, yeah. like the origin of it and how it, we've gotten to the place we're at right now, and then they're pretty good at like dismantling, like why it's it's pr- they're always like it's probably not true, but you can like tell yeah. they're like it's not true, it's not true. <laughs> well, I
2: want to I want to walk that back a little bit and say that I enjoy conspiracy theories that don't put anyone in harm's way.
0: Not you're not a pizza gator. No, yeah, I don't
2: that I don't like those kinds. I like but the ones like, that are obviously ridiculous. Roswell. Yes. Yeah, like mm-hmm. yeah, that like,
0: that's like a fun one. Like
2: Avril Lavigne is dead and she's been replaced. Oh my I love that's it my so favorite. Much.
0: Stevie Wonder can see. Yeah,
2: <laughs> that's when you told me that. one I was like, "What the fuck are you talking?" Yeah.
0: About? Oh, there's like YouTube like breakdowns of like, see, he moved when someone was walking past him. Oh, it's like right because he uses other senses too. He's also <laughs> not completely blind. Like he can see shadows. Yeah. Um, but yeah, people are wild. I think I
2: watched one the other night about the Lindbergh baby. <laughs> yep i fell asleep what, before what the is end of conspiracy it for the Lindbergh baby. i fell asleep before the end of it but they were saying how it was oh god what was it i was very very high okay <laughs> which is when i really like to watch conspiracy sure. theory videos of, <laughs> <course, laughs> of course because then nice. i also text him
1: weird things in the middle of the night
0: <laughs> Lindbergh baby what does this
1: mean <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i get questions that i have to answer the next day things like why are elbows so heavy yep <laughs> mm-hmm. that was one or why do we why do humans cry
2: that one we got into a fight about after I had, was not high anymore. I
0: just saw a headline of an article the other day that was like, laughing is weird. And I was like, I'm not engaging. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not engaging with whatever the fuck this is. I can't think about shit like that. I just have to get through my day. Right. I can't be like every time I'm laughing being like, what's happening to my body?
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, it's, it's thing, things to watch when you're high. Conspiracy yes. theory videos okay. on Netflix or YouTube, wherever you may find them. How, I love do it. we
0: have reading recommendations or maybe um, listening recommendations? Hmm. We've done a lot of viewing recommendations.
2: I've, I'm, I did the Britney podcast yesterday. Mm-hmm. Hmm.
0: Any music we love?
2: I Haven't really found anything. I'm, I'm still listening to Nicki Minaj's new album. Um, no one's really been putting out any, any new music that I yeah really I haven't liked.
0: been my sort of like go-to music when I can't fall asleep has been Sigur Ross lately. Oh who I love and I've seen in concert a couple of times. They're great.
1: If you want music for not being able to sleep, I can also recommend Oren Levy. Mm. What is that? Uh, he's a singer from a place that does songs.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: cool. There you go. That's as much as I can give you. <laughs> uh, I can tell you how Oren Levy is spelled and uh, I can tell you the name of the album. Tell
0: me, cause I don't know how it's oh, spelled.
1: O-R-E-N. Well, wow, not even
0: close. <laughs> Okay.
1: L-A-V-I-E. Wow, And the album I listen to is called The Opposite Side of the Sea.
0: It's okay. also one of the tracks. I'm not even going to tell you all how I originally spelled it. <laughs> because you'll be nasty about it.
1: Um, other thing I recommend, just a generic one. Uh, pick any title you want. There's like 45 of them. I recently tried to watch an adaptation of a Terry Pratchett book that was on Amazon Prime. <laughs> and it was so unwatchable that i just like, I'm just going to go read a book instead. So read a Terry Pratchett book, you guys.
0: Oh, that's a great recommendation. Uh, do you know what I've been wanting to watch so badly and I'm not going to be able to rem- remember the name of it? Oh, the Stephen King show. Castle Rock? Castle Rock.
2: Oh, yeah. I've been trying to convince him to watch oh. it. We've been talking I'm about that for ages. I'm so inches.
0: excited, but I have so much other shit that I have to watch.
2: I've watched the first episode and it is very good. <gasps> um, but I, they're so... Because it's based on... It's going to be an anthology series, much like American Horror Story. Um, There's so many little things that they tie in from all of Stephen King's novels. Like um, that's the town that Shawshank is in. Um, There's like little um, uh, little homages to like It and The Shining here and there. Uh, I haven't gotten to all of those yet, but I've heard... I've like been reading up about the series. Um, a lot of actors who have done stuff in previous Stephen King things cool. are in this, I like love Sissy Spacex that back.
0: Shit. Oh, I love that shit. Yeah. Uh, not to brag, but my Lloyd Team Promises did a set where we basically did that. We pulled in all of the Stephen King references <gasps> into... Uh, uh, set that was not about it, and I Aww. was like so proud of us. Uh, you guys that don't I need to that know one? about improv sets. <laughs> and no one, it's never interesting after the fact. Where I'm like, yeah, we did a set about, and then, like, even my improv friends are like, shut up, we literally don't care. <laughs> like, <laughs> you have to stop. Um, oh my god, American Horror Story is coming back. Yes. Yes. When you mentioned that in passing, I like blacked out for a second because I got so excited. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's coming back.
2: It's my two favorite seasons. Yeah. Like mixed together.
0: Something else is coming Connie out. Connie Britton's
2: hair.
1: Oh, Connie Britton's <coughs> hair. Also, the rest of Connie Britton will be there. Yep.
0: Yeah. But mainly, her her hair. But
1: mainly her hair. Yeah. Oh, mm.
0: uh, they're all so good. Something else was coming out in October and I forget and I was really looking forward to it. But while I try to remember that, is there anything you guys are looking forward to other than American horror story? Halloween. Me too. Halloween. So the you and I have to do something because fucking Faith is going to be traveling <laughs> like she's in a fucking Agatha Christie book. Ooh, I'm so mad I almost knocked over a <laughs> lamp. <laughs> uh, she's going to be on a train, not anywhere near us. And she's like, I can't do Halloween this year. And I was like, I'm sorry, what the fuck's happening
2: right now? What if here? there's a murder on the train?
0: <gasps> That's what I'm saying, Agatha Christie. Mm.
2: Uh, I meant uh, Halloween the movie, but I'm also excited with, about oh, Halloween. I you meant the holiday no i yeah halloween is my shit halloween Both. is fully my shit this is uh, but i'm very excited about the movie
1: this is my second halloween you guys i'm so excited oh
0: my
2: god yeah
1: we have
0: to have a party
2: we have to put you in like a little kid's costume and take you around trick-or-treating
1: yes please i never got to do it as a kid because it wasn't a thing in australia at the time we'll L- shove
0: the kids aside and be like he's I'm australian <laughs> let him through
1: last year i was dressed up as jessica jones who knows what's gonna happen this year i love that
2: i still want to be uh
1: you mean we will have be the mean girls I thought you, me, and we were going to be the Sanderson sisters from Hocus Pocus.
0: I Mm. support both of those ideas. Mm -hmm. I want to be one of the creepy, sexy, roller skating teens from Sharp Objects. Yeah. Skate, skate, skate. Oh, speaking of which, uh, are we going to go over? That's okay. Uh, Someone sent in such a funny question. Guys, I have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Allison Kilkenny. And if you sign up at the $5 a month level or higher over there, you get to send questions. That will answer on Light Trees and News. So Nicole wrote in. Once again, neither of you have seen Sharp Objects, correct?
2: Correct. I'm aware of part things. Okay,
0: you will not be able to appreciate this question, though. But I'm going to read it anyways (laughs) because I like it so much. Nicole wrote in with maybe the most disturbing question I've ever gotten. Uh, I don't know if this is a spoiler. Okay. Would you rather live in Emma's dollhouse and sharp objects or one of Tony Collette's dioramas and hereditary? <gasps> so even if you had not seen sharp objects, I just want you to know this is a profoundly disturbing question, and I love Nicole for sending it. I would have to say, I would be... Tony Colette's yes, dioramas. I agree because unless I like summon a bad spirit, I will probably be okay. Yeah, I would be in more danger in <gasps> Oh, Amas. Oh, is it a Amos spoiler? Dollhouse.
2: Why get? Mm, it might be a spoiler. I Never mind. Like Never mind.
0: It's mini spoilers.
2: I was, I'll say. I'll say it off mic. <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, okay. Well, now I kind of want to watch Sharp Object because I oh be I definitely like want to watch it. That the Dollhouse would have to be a supremely fucked Dollhouse to make me pick. Hered, like to, to pick uh, uh, Tony Colette's dioramas over a dollhouse.
0: I think as soon as you see Emma's dollhouse, you'll get why it's so disturbing.
1: Do you? Do this you might be ever. the one thing that makes me watch Up Objects over anything else is just morbid curiosity. I
0: really want you both to watch it because it's been so divisive and I fucking loved it, but I'm like curious what you guys would
1: think. 10 episodes?
2: Yeah, it's short. I can knock that out tonight. For sure. Maybe I'll watch that after you leave.
1: Okay.
0: Can I watch it with you? Sure. Hell yeah. Uh, I just got so excited. <laughs> sorry, uh, guys. Oh, oh, and then I wanted to ask you the guys this because, um, oh no. Uh, I'm sorry to the person who sent this question. Was it Nicole? Was it you? People have been, or this person wanted to know uh, the hobbies of my co-hosts. So like what you do that's not immediately related to your career, like for fun.
1: Video games and crochet.
0: I don't know you crochet.
1: Yeah, but only one thing. I can crochet a granny square and that's it. So what you can get from me if you want something crocheted is a coaster or a doily or a tablecloth or a blanket. That's it. It's just variations <laughs> on squares.
0: Can I have a doily? Yes. Thank you. Uh, can you finish
1: my blanket first? Oh, uh, All well, right. Oh, you
0: working on a blanket? I
1: gave Charles a blanket for Christmas that still has uh, like a quarter of a bundle of <laughs> yarn and my crochet hook Wait, in it. He gave
0: him an IOU crocheted <laughs> blanket? I gave him
1: 80% of a blanket. I just got to do the last little bit and... <laughs> It, i have not done it it's now n- went into the ninth month of the next year so it's now at here in his new house because it lived at my house for months so whenever i come over i then do a little bit of it
0: is it is it a good blanket
1: mm-hmm. okay i like it i'm proud of it would you
0: say if it wasn't in front of him
2: yes yes he <laughs> absolutely would he followed all of my instructions which was make it black
1: period
0: oh it's just a black blanket and then
1: he oh no i took some there's uh there's like you can get a black with some color flick through it i'm like getting some which is fine which is fine
2: but when i said when he said what color would you want a blanket and i said all black and he was like are you fucking kidding me (laughs) you know how boring that
1: is
0: yeah no for you for sure everything
1: i've crocheted so far looks like vomit because i always pick the multicolored yarn because i get bored too easily yeah i love crocheting like oh it's red oh it's pink now oh now it's green like right i
0: know i get that uh, Charles, hobbies.
1: Hobbies. Is masturbating a hobby? Uh,
0: I feel like that is part of self care.
1: Hmm? Also, you do that at a professional level, so it wouldn't even count as a hobby. You don't know me. You've gone pro. It has nothing to do with my job.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: um. Besides that, uh, hobbies, hobbies, hobbies. Um, I've. Is it? Mm, I don't know if it's a hobby. If I tell you that I really, really like folding laundry. <laughs> I find it very soothing. I'm just going into self care no, again. Uh, yeah,
0: I think that's self care. I don't think it's necessarily weird because I I really like cleaning.
2: I really like folding Which I fresh need to do laundry. After
0: those. Oh. Guys, I have had a chair that I haven't been able to put <laughs> together for like several weeks, and Desi has just made it his bitch. <laughs> like he's turned it into a bed. It's upside down. It's a fucking mess.
2: I I like it. I, I liked it
0: when it was a normal chair. It's <laughs> a could sit on. Yeah. Yeah, it's co- it's a conversation starter because people are like, "What the fuck happened?" As soon as they walk in, why is this chair upside down and in pieces? And your cat, your fat cat's asleep on it.
2: Um, Penny's going to be really upset when you get rid of that box, too.
0: I know. Okay, so we determined that Charles doesn't have hobbies. I
2: don't. Do I
0: not? You have, have hobbies? to have hobbies. Do you play video games?
2: Yeah, but not as much as him. I don't really don't have time. Yeah. Um. Do I not do anything?
1: <laughs> So all you do is work, sleep and self-care. Can you see me? By which you mean that's about it. <laughs> I feel? love
0: asking this question for the existential crisis people go through where they're like,
1: "Oh god." In Charles's defense, he's about to pick up video games again a, with a little bit more fervor. I'm trying to Yeah, cuz I mean
0: You like watching horror movies? Yeah. That's kind of a hobby. It's your job now, but it's also a hobby.
2: Yeah, I guess. <laughs> what I, What do I do in my free time?
0: I th- I think you
2: I sleep a lot.
0: <laughs> All right, so sleeping, sleeping uh, is Charles's hobby. Uh, guys, what's I your that hobby? Mongrel. Hashtag light trees and pod. Maybe uh, Charles can get some fucking ideas from you guys. What do you do for hobbies? Mm-hmm. Do you want to crochet? He's I, panicking. I know. He's just like got fear in his eyes.
2: I, I was like, when was the last time I read a book?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Ugh. We'll work on it. We'll there work. are just co-hosts
0: now where I don't ask if, they, if they've read books. Like, no offense. It's you guys and it's Chloe and Rachel. I'm never like, what are you guys reading right now? Although that's not true. Chloe, Chloe reads, reads a lot. Yeah.
2: I used to. Which, like, surprises anymore. me.
0: No offense, Chloe. Uh, I
2: buy books with the full intention of being like, oh, I'm going to devour this and then I put it
1: down. Reading, it, it take it, it's, it's a, a danger. If I start reading a book, I then Mm -hmm. take it over my entire life, I can't put it down, and then I get mad when it's over. So I'm angry (laughs) while I'm doing it because the rest of my life is put on hold, and then I'm angry when it's over because I don't have the thing to read anymore.
0: Wow, what an unhealthy relationship Mm -hmm. with the written word. Mm -hmm. Uh, Guys, on that note, on that dark, disturbing note, (laughs) here's your bad news. (laughs) (laughs) All right, bad news. How do we segue from Charles not being a full person to Mm -hmm. no i could do this hold on in in the way no i can't
1: (laughs) (laughs) i could see what your (laughs) what the cogs of your brain were doing and i was so excited to watch it happen but
0: person and then i was like personhood planned parenthood (laughs) no i
1: can't
0: oh (laughs) it's fucking offensive
2: i went somewhere different with that uh
0: so Hmm. uh This is bad news, guys, just to uh, brace you. A federal appeals court has ruled that Missouri can enforce anti-abortion laws requiring clinics to be affiliated with ambulatory surgical centers, which threatens to shut down one of the state's two remaining abortion providers. So that would mean Missouri may soon just have one abortion provider left for an entire entire state, which is terrifying. Uh, And I think, you know, what's so dangerous, because we're watching the Brett Kavanaugh hearing happen, (sighs) he was such a huge piece of shit, and he could not have given us a bigger warning signal than when he called uh, birth control uh, abortion-inducing drugs. Yes. That's like a huge dog whistle to anti-choice people. That's like him nodding that, you know, yeah, I'm going to overturn Rovey Wade. Faux show. And like, I think part of the danger of that is those of us who live in very blue states, while we sort of express concern about this, I think there's always like a little thought in our head where we're like, but we'll be okay Mm -hmm. because we live in a state where we can have access to abortion. Right. But for people who live in red states, it's like this is literally life or death right now. And especially if you're a poor person, you can't get out of state. So like you're either going to rely on back alley abortion doctors, which could very well result in you dying
2: Mm
0: -hmm. uh, or just have the baby. If you don't want to have the baby, which is also horrible.
2: I mean, I think that I, I I really don't understand what it comes. I get that they are what's, what's anti-abortion. We don't say pro-life anymore, right?
0: No, we say anti-choice. Anti-choice. Anti-choice.
2: So I get that they... I get their whole deal. Uh, Like, I understand kind of where they're coming from, even though I disagree with it. I don't... Like, when they limit abortion providers so extremely, I don't think... I don't understand how they won't think that things will get super dangerous again. Right.
0: Because they don't care about women.
2: Right. But, like, people are going to go to back alley abortionists. They're going to... possibly throw themselves down the stairs
0: truly is the handmaid's tale they want to have forced labor Mm -hmm. Uh, they want to force uh because in their heads it's always cis women they're talking about when i when i say women i'm sort of in the voice of a conservative right um they want to have full full control over women's reproductive health from and this was a again going to Brett Kavanaugh when he mm-hmm. called birth control an abortion inducing drug that is so extreme because first of all it is medically inaccurate that is not what birth control <laughs> Extra- does right. False. Birth, control, birth control does not cause an abortion but that's how conservatives think they're like from the moment of conception if anything happens after that that is an abortion and we want it to be illegal so they want to have full control over the entire spectrum of reproduction what?
1: And I, yeah, I get that. Mm-hmm. I, this is a question that you know might not be able. No one can answer. To what end? This is what the handmaid's, handmaid's tale. Yeah. the <laughs> handmaid's tale. But then what? Is it well, is, is just hating women that much?
0: So this is what is so absurd about this line of thinking, because ultimately, this will hurt the country mm-hmm. because it'll damage our economy. Because part of the economic boom in this country was because women had control over our reproductive rights. And we could decide on our own schedules when we would get pregnant. And therefore, we could enter the workforce. We can contribute to the workforce until we were given, hopefully, time off to have babies. And then go back and keep working. Which helps everyone.
2: Mm -hmm. So, this
0: is actually like bad for the country. But conservatives are in such an antiquated mindset. It's a few things, right? It is religious dogma. Yep. That's a huge part that, of that it.
1: That I'm, I'm, yep.
0: It's rampant misogyny. Yes. Uh, and it is just a lot of like old fashioned white men who are scared of the country changing. They're afraid of being like fossils. They don't like mm-hmm. what's happening. They don't like that marginalized people have power. Um, even if it's like a tiny bit of power, that freaks them out. And they want the country to go back to the quote-unquote quote, good old days when only cis white men had rights.
2: Right. <laughs> Can we do like a, <laughs> just theoretically, like a little trade, be like, we promise no one will get any abortions, but we're going to kill all you old white men. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Fair? Fair?
0: Shake on it. <laughs> Shake it.
1: Flagger is now illegal also. <gasps> Deal with that. Oh,
0: that would cause a fucking war.
1: Right. This is. I don't want to invoke the 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 Godwin's law of talking about misogyny, but this has that whole being afraid of women, being afraid of women, and the whole pregnancy childbirth process that that you can draw a straight line back to like the witch trials.
0: Yeah, we're midwives.
1: Like it's just this this the fear fear of the independent woman, right?
0: Who who dictates her own terms. Yeah, there's always been a fear of outspoken women who refuse to fall in line. Yes. Because they challenge the patriarchy, which is America. (laughs) Yeah,
1: because if a woman is uh, on equal footing in terms of what she can say and do and think uh, as a man, she has that, plus she also has the power to give birth or not give birth. Therefore, men are afraid of their own superfluity. Oh, yeah. Is that a word? Did I just say a word? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: There's a huge amount of anxiety. I won't just say among conservative men, because I've heard progressive men say this too. If like the woman makes more money than the man, that's like a huge source of insecurity for men. Like that's how deep seated it is. Even in a lot of liberal men. Yeah, They're like, I can't be the stay-at-home dad. I can't have a wife who's the sole provider. I'll look weak. I'll look, you know, effeminate. Uh, It's so weird to me. It's so tied into masculinity. It is. This is why I'm like, I think one of the biggest things we have to deal with in this country is toxic masculinity. Because that
1: then sits side by side with the whole thing of dads, when dads look after kids, it's called babysitting.
0: Yes. Oh, it's so cool that that dad chips chips in and baby. It's
1: called parenting, you (laughs) dumb fuck. You're all fucking kids.
0: Yeah, no, but that's how, you know, built in it is. Right. Um, Referring to watching your own kids as babysitting. Yeah.
2: I, I, I also don't get, I mean, I'm not a straight, man who's married to a woman who making more money than me but that kind of sounds awesome Be oh, like my lady's gonna buy me something shiny oh, yeah
0: and i know a lot of guys who do have that situation and they're very happy and it's working out great for everyone mm-hmm. but it is i mean it's 2018 and there's still so many guys who would be like fucking never never i could never do that because i wouldn't feel like a man and it's like what's your definition of a man yeah like, like refusing to let your wife go work at a better job and hurt your family because you won't watch your own kids, who I guess you don't love. <laughs> like, <laughs> what is your definition? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's it's really masculinity is a trip. It,
1: it really does. And uh, I know when we talk about like providing safe abortions, that, you know, the, the, the two where we go to to try and, and sell how important it is, it's like in, in instances of rape and incest. But there's also the handful of medical afflictions in which a baby or a fetus that once born will have zero chance of survival. Yeah. And that is a safety procedure for the mother.
0: Yeah, or, or the mother has miscarried, and, and the, but it's still inside her. Exactly. And she needs to get a medically induced this abortion.
2: Is, like that pharmacist that refused to give that woman the... I forget what pill it was, uh, but the she, morning after she pill? yeah, well, she, no, she had a miscarriage and she, her oh, doctor he, gave yeah, her that one. Yeah, yeah. a prescription and the pharmacist was like, Refused, no. Yeah. And then she had to explain why she was getting it yeah. in front of all of That's these people. That's been
0: like a big thing. Like also transgender people trying to get like their hormone yeah. therapy. Yeah. Like dogmatic pharmacists refusing to um, fill the prescriptions. And I think in, one of those cases, I think, with the transgender woman, uh, the pharmacist was fired, mm-hmm. which is like, fucking good. good. You refuse yep. to do your job. Bye-bye. Um, but, yeah, but beyond even, like, the the actual abortions, which, obviously, uh, you know, it's so important that people have control over their reproductive health, so abortion is a critical part of that. But when you close Planned Parenthood clinics people go there for like cancer screenings. Yes. So it's even, I'm like HIV screenings, like it's beyond abortion. It's, I mean, Mike Pence worked very hard to close Planned Parenthood clinics in Indiana. And then Indiana had a fucking HIV outbreak Mm
2: -hmm, mm -hmm. almost
0: immediately after that. So we know where this leads. That's why like when you asked a great question where it's like, why are they doing like, this just seems like a bad idea. It is a bad idea. It's bad for the economy. It's bad for everybody's health. But it fits their stupid fucking religious map. So they're like, we have to return to this time. Yeah. Because it was a superior time. And it's like, according to who? According to, like, the people who didn't have rights, when we had so many more diseases, like, it was not a better time. No. That's why we have to fucking move forward. Leave these people behind. Oh, god, yeah. (laughs) Just move forward. Kill them. No. No. Metaphorically. In the election, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Kill them at the polls. Right. Yeah, kill them at the polls. Yeah. With, with knives. Um, also, no, no. I no. no. J- no. <laughs> don't endorse I, anything Charles is saying this. right now. I, mm-hmm. No. Okay. Elections. Poison. Free and fair <laughs> elections. <laughs> Poison bigotry by going to vote.
1: That is beautiful. Thank you.
0: Uh, I'm going to get to that in the good news section. But guys, there's a, a big election today, Thursday, in New York City. Go vote. Woo! Woo! Vote Zephyr Teachout.
1: Also, I want to point out really quickly, I don't know if this is overkill, but uh, having discussed m- medical uh, necessity and rape and incest, also, uh, you should be able to get an abortion whenever the fuck you want for whatever reason you want. Just 100%. And I think that's where
0: we, I hear a lot of uh, liberals say this, where they're like, you know, uh, oh, the, the Clintons started this. Um, mm-hmm. uh, safe and rare. Fuck that.
1: Safe and whenever you whenever want. Whenever you want Because uh, you should want children to be wanted. And obviously mm. we don't because we have children in cages and being separated from their parents. But uh, the primary thing should be to have a child that is wanted by its parents. Yes.
0: Uh, and it's your fucking body. So you get to decide when it happens. Correct. Whenever you want it to happen. As much as you want it to happen. <laughs> it's all up to you. So I also wanted to talk about uh, Les Moonves. Vez. We have talked about him a lot on the show. He is a CBS uh, CEO who recently stepped down after a fresh round of sexual assault and harassment allegations. He's also peacing out with like $100 million. Oh, my
1: God. Uh, yeah,
0: of course. So, But there were aspects of the story that I didn't get to when we were covering this. One is that he's going to be kept on as an unpaid advisor, which is like, <laughs> why? What? Why are you keeping this guy on? Um, Uh,
1: That, okay, I'm going to conspiracy theory all over this. Yes, please. That just smacks of a bunch of either other executives or advertisers who have done deals with him personally and will either threaten to withdraw funds or do bad business if they can't deal with him personally.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Also, uh, maybe he has dirt. On people who worked at CBS
1: oh yeah
0: you know I a guy like him I'm sure he
1: has like a fucking vault well it's been th- what 20 years of him in charge or 30 yeah. years or something yeah. he's like on the longest running like it's a name that even I know as a as a foreign
0: right right I also there was an aspect of the show that I never got to which is Les Moonves is the guy who blacklisted Janet Jackson after the Super Bowl thing with Justin Timberlake.
2: Wait, is that him with, who is that with? Julie Chen? Wait, wait, I'm going to get to all of this. This is
0: so bananas. There's so many layers to this. So Les Moonves uh, was furious at Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake after the Super Bowl incident. Just to recap, because there are very young people who listen to this podcast and don't remember the Super Bowl. Cry, (laughs) cry, cry. Uh, So Justin Timberlake and uh, Janet Jackson did a big uh, halftime show together. And it culminated with uh, Justin Timberlake, quote unquote, accidentally ripping Janet Janet, Janet, Janet Jackson's bodice and exposing her titty Yay. to millions of people. Um, so it turns out it was coordinated. It was planned. Blah blah blah. blah. Yeah. Uh, it was obvious. Like it was like a tearaway cup on yep. her bodice. Mm-hmm. Like it was meant but, to happen. Yeah. It
2: was. Uh, the whole thing was made of like. Leather or pleather, like he couldn't rip it off that easily.
0: Right, right, right. Uh, it was not a big fucking deal, but a bunch of very uptight people called um, into the network and complained. And Les Moonvest was fucking furious. So he blacklisted originally Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake. They were both said to play at the Grammys. He got that cut. Mm-hmm. Justin Timberlake goes to his office and cries and basically begs him to forgive him and Les Moonvez says, okay, because you apologize to me, you can play the Grammys. Janet Jackson fucking refused to apologize and she got blacklisted. Good for her. Oh so well that sucks for I her, but her, like good for her.
2: her it did for, for, for like a decade. 15 years. Yes. Fifteen days? Yeah. She could
0: not get on the radio because mm-hmm. of Les Moonves. She yep. was Janet Jackson and she couldn't get on. That's how powerful he is. Here's the other bananas layer to this story. So he is married to Julie Chen. <gasps> So she is one of the ladies who is on, um, not The View, the other one. The Talk. The Talk. Talk? She also hosts Big Brother.
2: I've waited on him then. So you have? When I worked at Bobby Flay's restaurant. The
0: Talk. The Talk. The Talk.
2: They came in and I was like, Julie Chen and some old dude. So but yeah, everyone was the like... The is less Les Moonves. Yeah. <laughs> but that's... Yeah, everyone was very excited about both of them. And I was like, why are you excited about both of them? That's just her husband. So here's <laughs> a
0: really messed up thing. Recently on the talk, they covered Les Moonves Janet Jackson and Julie 10 like very casually mentions because they were talking about the ban or the blacklist and she goes well Justin Timberlake apologized and she did not and she never fucking mentioned on the show she's married to Les Moonves. Mm -hmm. If you're going to talk about that fucking story you better disclose that you're married to this. dude." Yeah. Yeah. That's just like basic journalist ethics. Right. Not that I would ever say Julie Chen is a journalist, <laughs> but she's on TV.
1: Like yeah. You are hosting Ooh. this show. Was it? We disclosed in this episode that we don't have any Netflix sponsorship because we talked about Netflix. <laughs> like, basic disclosure Charles, of your potential bias. Charles is...
0: disclosed that he served less me <laughs> Yeah. I didn't fucking know it at the time. I
2: had no idea who this old dude <laughs> what, was. Do you remember what he ordered? No. Did they tip you all? Uh, yes. Good. Yeah.
0: Uh so Kathy Griffin like blasted Julie Chen cuz she was like um how did you not fucking mention this? Like it's so bizarre. Like A, you're talking about the multiple acts of sexual, sexual misconduct. Mhm. And like you don't mention that this is your husband?
1: That's bananas. I- That's-
2: <laughs> I mean, I feel uh, like maybe like, you know how on The View, like not all the hosts are there all the time. Maybe she should have, if she wasn't going to disclose, just not be been out there, there that day. Yeah. yeah. Bring back
1: Aisha Tyler for a day just to... Or forever. Oh, <laughs> please.
0: Yeah. Reward Aisha Taylor more. Tyler. Tyler more. Sorry.
1: what is
2: What has Julie Chen done besides Big Brother and the talk? She, I
1: don't know of her.
0: She mostly Big Brother.
2: Okay. So that's how she...
1: Apart from the talk. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, But wild, right? Mm, mm -hmm. So many layers.
1: Absolutely insane. And on the one hand, I guess if she'd said nothing, it would be inclined to be like, oh, I noticed that Julie Chen sat there and didn't say a word. But also... Do you think that would have been better? Um, If she said nothing at all?
0: I don't think there's a way around it. No,
1: I I think that would have been less bad. I don't think it would have been better Mm -hmm. um, to say... Uh, we are talking about my husband. I am not saying anything else about this because it would be unfair for me to do so. Would be the okay thing to do.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I think that. Or
1: would be like a Charles said, just not be there that day. Just don't
0: be. Just don't be there. there that day. Yeah. Um. Don't fucking stay married to Les Moonves. <laughs> fucking divorce him and yeah. take his money. Anyway, take all of it, guys. It's that time of the show. Let's all jump up and down. Here is your good news. <laughs> All right, this first story, full disclosure, I wanted to get to in the pop culture section, but I think it also counts as good news. Did you guys see plaid shirt guy at the Trump rally?
2: I have seen a brief video of him in the background. I read
1: a recap of what happened in the video.
0: My God. All right, well, if you missed the memes, go Google plaid shirt guy Trump rally right now. This guy, this sweet little angel snuck in (laughs) to a Trump rally and was like standing right behind Trump and making a bunch of faces in disbelief and basically going like mouthing, like, wow, (laughs) 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 there was also a girl standing next to him. And I don't know if she got profiled anywhere. Maybe she did, but she, I think she was there with him and she was also like giving him like, she had a make America great again, hat on. And she was just like, this is fucked up, like behind Trump. So, That guy's name uh, is Tyler Linfesty. He's a 17-year-old high school student at Billings West High School. And I just wanted to talk about him in the good news section because uh, one of the... What should we call the listeners of this show? Troublemakers?
1: Ooh. I like it.
0: Okay. Guys, what do you want to be called? Hashtag Trees treason pod. Because someone was like, are we still maniacs? And I'm like, no, because Citizen Radio is over. Are you troublemakers?
2: Um... What would you call someone who committed treason? Treasonists. <laughs> but that doesn't traitors. really. Traitors. It doesn't Traitor. really. Ooh, <laughs> traitors is good.
0: I don't want to call them traitors. <laughs> Sounds like I'm mad at all of them. Troublemakers <laughs> is like endearing. Traitors yeah. is like what is Ooh, happening? Ooh, rabble rousers. Rabble rousers. <laughs> I like <laughs> troublemakers. It's cute.
2: I like uh, that word you just said that I thought was funny that I don't remember now.
0: Well, what about misfits?
1: Mm. I like misfits. The misfits. Mm-hmm. I
0: like that. Yeah. What do you guys want to be called? Like hashtag Light Trees and Pod. Before I just like label you all, and you're like, I hate this like fire. <laughs> um, so the reason I wanted to talk about Tyler Linvesti is because uh, someone, one of the little misfits, wrote in recently and was like, "How do you guys um, cause a little trouble in your own lives?" Because mm. that's my sign off. Go mm-hmm. cause a little trouble. And uh, like this to me is one of the best examples of how to cause a little trouble. (laughs) Like this 17 year old high school student was like, Oh, there's going to be a Trump rally. I'm going to get into that. I'm going to stand right behind him and I'm going to fuck shit up. And he did.
2: I don't know how he pulled that off. Uh, From what
1: I read, he actually had to real like, Oh, good. Thank you. Okay, good. Please, please do it factually and not just my rambling.
0: Thursday morning, he got an email saying that he had been selected for VIP status. Um, This is after he signed up to attend the rally, uh, which meant that he would get to meet the president and have access to premier seating. He said that he did not apply for the status and that he believed he was chosen by chance. He got to take a brief picture with the president before the rally and asked organizers whether he and his friends could sit together behind the stage. In fact, their seats could not have been more prominent. (laughs) (laughs) Quote, I think it was basically random that we got placed right behind him and on television. Uh, Mr. Lin said organizers instructed the crowd to clap and cheer but he said he could not bring himself to applaud for things that he did not agree with. He said that he did not know he was so visible until friends texted him in the middle of the speech. And at one point you can see one of the organizers like sort of like she very ha- awkwardly has to like walk because the rows are so narrow. So it like takes her a while to reach him and then she whispers something to him and they switch places and he's suddenly off camera. <laughs> but it's so funny watching it happen and real Real time behind. Also, I'm shocked that that's the screening process. Right, that there's no screening process. Yeah, he just emailed, and they were like, "You want to be directly behind the president?"
1: I mean, I mean, I I'm at a point now where I want to complain to the news stations and get them to put a trigger warning before they play a soundbite of him speaking. So I'm Mm -hmm. guessing, and I'm I'm sure I'm not alone in that. Uh, I, I guess. Anyone showing up to a rally, it's a pretty safe bet that they're on board with what's being said. So maybe they just assume they don't need to screen.
0: Maybe, because anyone
1: willing to stand in that room for that length of time, you'd be like, yeah, they've got to be a supporter.
0: Yeah, I guess also like a seventeen-year-old, you would kind of be like, oh, you won't have the balls to do anything. And yeah. then I was like, he fucking did. Yeah. <laughs> like, he might not have act like you know consciously protested, but he ended up being a bigger deal than that stupid speech. (laughs) Good on you kid.
1: Oh yeah. If nothing else, you drowned out the contents of that speech. It's so good. He did a
0: good, he did a good. Uh, And also I was like ballsy for a 17 year old. Like, I mean, again, he, he's at least claiming he didn't mean to do it on purpose, but Mm -hmm. like when I was 17, I wouldn't have signed up to do that. And then be like, had the, the the courage to not go along with it while everybody was going along with it. Totally.
2: Yeah, so would, did, was he previously leading up to this, was he a Trump supporter? No. Okay, he was. so um, he was kind of trolling.
0: Yeah, at one point during the speech, he put on a pin showing support for the Democratic Socialists of America. He totally was going protest. Okay, all right, there we, go, there we go, there he, we he's go. He's like, I didn't mean to. He just had his Democratic Socialist pin with him. Uh, yeah, so uh, also, guys, today big election in New York City uh, Zephyr Teachout is a candidate for New York Attorney General she is running against Eric Schneiderman who is a giant piece of shit mm-hmm. and Zephyr Teachout is awesome um, a bunch of my friends have worked for her campaigns know her personally um, adore her uh, and she has this new awesome commercial uh, so she is pregnant right now and running for office <laughs> And she has a commercial out in which she's getting an ultrasound. (laughs) And she says in the commercial, what does his or her future look like? Do we save our democracy? Do we flip Congress? Does Robert Mueller indict Trump? I don't want to wait and see. Um, You've never seen an attorney general like me, and neither have they. Um, Which is a statement, a political statement in itself, because so few... Um, people who are pregnant run for office yeah. precisely because, um, w- you know, women especially get sexist questions from the media. That's like, are you going to be able to be a good mom while you're in office? Like questions they would never ask uh, men who uh, have partners who are about to have babies they don't get those questions. Mm-hmm. So like to see a pregnant woman running for, not just running for office, but she's getting a fucking ultrasound. That's in one so of the commercials. Cool. What a boss fucking move. Like actively reminding people, like I am a pregnant woman and there's nothing weak about that. Like, and I'm going to win this fucking election. Yeah. So I wanted to win so ever. bad.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But first ever. Uh, also her name Zephyr Teachout. <laughs> like not to be r- real shallow, but I know very little, uh, Zephyr t would have my vote even if she wasn't already awesome. It's a great fucking name. Because of that name.
0: Great name. I also wanted to shout out Miss Michigan. Have we seen what happened?
1: Yes. <laughs> I, it was,
2: this was on at work uh, when it was live and I caught little bits and pieces, but I don't know what we're talking about.
0: Okay, so uh, uh, Miss America, the Miss America pageant uh, happened and at the top of the show, they just like quickly introduced some of the, the contestants mm-hmm. and they had like one-liners about their states. So, um, like, I'm from
1: the state that does yeah. I'm Miss State. I'm, my I'm name. Miss
0: Florida. I'm from the Sunshine State. I don't know what she actually said, Miss right. Florida, but like it was stuff like that. Right. Uh, so Miss Michigan goes, I'm Miss Michigan from the state with 84% of the U.S. freshwater, but none for its residents to drink.
1: <gasps> <gasps> yeah.
0: Shots fired. <laughs>
2: ballsy that is so ballsy oh i love it at the top of the show at the top of the
0: show but apparently like miss america is not the pageant that like we grew up with for example they cut the swimsuit section Mm -hmm. it's much more like q and a based now yes um the new leaders are gretchen carlson who yeah 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 from fox news but also you know got roger Ailes fired so like is swings and roundabouts yep 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 uh and regina hopper and basically, like, they wanted to update the Miss America pageant as much as they could while still having a pageant where women are partly judged on their looks, <laughs> largely based on their looks. Even if there's, like, more intellectual questions, now it's still, like, beautiful women parading around in sashes. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. It's never going to be a feminist event, no matter how much you try to update right. it. Right. Um so, but still, fucking ballsy, Miss Michigan. Yeah,
1: that is incredible.
2: <laughs> they, 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 they could make it a little bit more feminist if they had like a category like, "How would you fuck up a man's day?"
0: How would you dismantle <laughs> the patriarchy? <laughs> Go. <laughs> I would cancel this pageant. Same. <laughs> same question
2: for all of you. Yeah, um,
0: like I don't want to shit on um, women and girls who do pageants because some of them do it to get scholarship money and oh, stuff yeah? like f- that. This
1: is a fifty thousand dollars scholarship, uh, Miss America. It's huge. Like, no, it's, no, no. Yeah,
0: it's it's a huge amount of money. That pays and for like
1: half a semester.
0: I actually I thought it was more than fifty thousand
1: for Miss America. Maybe it's it? five hundred thousand. It was. It, there's definitely a five and some thousands yeah. in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Admittedly, I wasn't I was paying say, close at attention to that
0: level. God, I would hope they would get. I mean, 50,000 is a lot, but.
2: Yeah. Is this the same beauty pageant that Trump runs, no. or no? No, it is. He the other
0: is one? A Miss five, USA? What was Trump's pageant? Um, so he was the really scuzzy one. Yeah. Um, Miss the Universe. Universe. Of course okay. it's Miss Universe, because he's Trump. Everything's bigger.
2: Mm. I imagine that, like, he's like, oh, Miss America cut the bikinis. Now, everyone in mine. Only bikinis.
0: (laughs) Oh, of course he'd want that because he's also charging into the dressing rooms to see the girls naked. He's so disgusting. Uh, Guys, in the few minutes we have left, is there anything you are looking forward to or you saw in the city that was interesting or made you smile? Or uh, any other wrecks we forgot?
1: I'm looking forward to... Well, my wallet's not looking forward to it. <laughs> but I'm looking forward to a bumper crop of video games coming out for fall. I don't know oh. if this is a thing in the US where fall's a big video game season, but... We've got that's right before Christmas, yeah. I guess, yeah. So we've and got for
0: when kids go back to school.
1: Mm-hmm. Tomb Raider and Spider Man and Red Dead Redemption Two and We Happy Few and The Occupation. Just they're just that's just my list. That's not counting all the games that I've just gone. That's not for me. There's I like I
0: don't know what is with me that. Because there was a huge gap between when I was a kid playing video games and when I got, like, an Xbox. Mm -hmm. And so I had missed how much video games had evolved. So when I first started playing, like, new video games, I was like, this is fucking incredible. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, like, I got into it for a couple weeks and then I was like, okay. And I, like, (laughs) skipped away and I never went back. But, like, I really enjoyed it. And I enjoyed playing it and I was like in awe of the storytelling and the graphics, yeah. but I was just sort of like, I couldn't get like fully addicted. Mm-hmm. Mm. Maybe that's for the best, but
1: maybe it, it can be addictive. I, I mean, I've said for ages now that it is a, it is a cornerstone of my mental health mm. because it takes all of my attention and I cannot stress
0: i i don't necessarily think it's bad for the intellect or mental health either because like some of the smartest people i know play video games uh parker malloy who guest hosts with me all Mm -hmm. the time loves video games Mm -hmm. plays them all the time and i think it is meditative for her Um, exactly what it is yes yeah Yeah. so I, i totally get that i just think i don't know i think it's almost like That's even a little too active for me for it to be meditative, Mm -hmm. you know, because like especially if it's like a first person shooter or something like that, and I'm like running from zombies like it's actually not meditative (laughs) for me. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) That's all I've been doing for weeks, (laughs)
2: running from serial killers, running from serial
1: killers. Yeah,
0: I mean that. See, you just saying that it sounds fun.
2: Yeah. So you play you play different games recently than the ones that I usually like because you were playing with people online and I can't. No, do
0: I that. especially as a woman, I like don't want to hear a shitty little like, oh no,
1: it's the worst 14 year old boy's voice. I've had to change a bunch of my privacy settings uh, as a 37 year old man yeah. so that people can't send me shitty messages all the time. Yeah, because when they lose a game, they immediately start abusing. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. the two games, uh, Dead by Daylight and Friday the 13th, are the only games that I've ever played with other people because normally I cannot stand it. No, yeah,
0: I, I can't do it. I'm like, all of my happy things don't open me up to more abuse. Yeah. So, like. No video games, mm. no Twitter. It's like me watching The Good Place on Netflix, mm-hmm. uh, or like yeah, like watching movies is a big thing mm. for me. Um, I
2: watch a lot of TV. Lot is of that TV. my hobby? Could be.
0: Yeah, I think that counts.
2: Does that count? Going, it's going to, to me laying in bed
1: watching things.
0: I, th- I do think there's crossover between self care and hobbies sometimes. Yeah.
1: yeah, going to the movies has become uh, is, has kicked back up as a hobby mm-hmm. for me after because mm-hmm. when I when I worked in radio, I went to the movies for free, which. I'm I'm totally bragging. Tits. That, is, that yeah, is, yeah. That's awesome. Um, and didn't pay for a movie for nine years. Then left the radio industry and went, oh, it costs how much these yeah. days? Oh, fuck that. I'm not going. And so for eight years, I didn't, I went to the movies like maybe once a year.
0: That's a a journalism thing too. You can get into like concerts and stuff. And then like when you don't have that anymore, it's like, how the fuck
1: much your tickets? Yeah, how do you pay for this? How much for VIP? But especially (laughs) moving here, movies are really cheap compared to Australia.
0: Interesting.
1: Um, Especially if you go, uh, I don't want to ruin it and make my cinema experience crowded but if you go before lunchtime on a sunday it is like eight dollars
0: yeah it's not bad yeah
1: um yeah i'm going like at least once a week if not more now i
0: really got to see black clansman
1: oh Mm.
0: not into it
2: i don't i don't think so okay um i i do want to see crazy rich asians so fun i want to see so good the happy time murders
0: uh, uh, Chloe and Rachel loved it and loved I said it. that in front of Mixed Company and they were like your friends are fucking idiots so I'm was like, <laughs> <laughs> "I want
2: I'm, I'm I'm re- giving it a
1: chance I don't <laughs> think that it's going to be like excellent I think it's going to be dumb <laughs> stupid I said, I was like, gross are you comedy
0: Citizen Kane of course it's right. dumb also yeah. it did not monsters. everyone
1: say all this stuff about Avenue Q when it came out and look where it like has it oh true ever yeah ever been point. off the stage
0: good point I want to see Happy Time Murders I want to see Prezy Black Clansman You'll Um, love Crazy Rich Asians. I'm sure
2: I will. Oh, Constance Wu! Constance Wu! Oh, she's so good. Peppermint. I want to see Peppermint. Oh yeah, yeah. I heard that Jennifer
1: Garner just kicking us.
2: Oh,
0: I love her. Yes. It's
2: it's by the same people who created the Taken trilogy. (gasps) Um, and she is like avenging the murder of her daughter and husband. Hell yeah. Um, and Jennifer uh, Jennifer Garner as a action hero, just it it
1: keeps going through (laughs) waves because Alias
2: happened, and then she like started doing like. Mom movies, and then she did Daredevil and Elektra, and then she started going back to mom stuff, and now she's like back as an action star again. Mm. Oh, oh, yeah,
1: she's so good! And you know know what? Page and Juno's great, yeah.
0: She's good. The acting
1: is good, the characters, it's obnoxious, the
0: writing is obnoxious, yeah. Um, but yeah, she's a great actress.
1: So. Oh my God. And I don't want to like, I don't want to bring in more sexism, but in the same way they had Pac-Man and Ms. Pac-Man, I totally would have been okay if they just called Peppermint Ms. Taken because <laughs> that's basically what it is and I'm and on board with it. also Ms. Taken. Ooh. I'm accidental. Afraid, oh, workplace. and then she could kill someone and say, I'm afraid you are mistaken." Ah. Oh, Hire us, I've Hollywood. I've written a new <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm glomming onto your idea. Hire us. Uh, I would be in your entourage, like do I'll nothing, just sit by the pool all day, <laughs> be a monster. Uh,
2: uh, so you're coming for my job? Yeah, pretty much. Wow, wow. We can
0: share that. Uh, yeah. Also, Jennifer Garner, just like so lovely, just a kind, decent so human amazing. being. Heaven, and just like, heaven. Was in a shitty marriage with that piece of shit. Okay, we don't need to talk mm. about it.
2: But the fact that she can play like really good, like moms and most things, and then turn around and kick someone's fucking ass in another movie. I'm just like, oh. I'm into the it. best of both worlds. She's,
1: she's, the new, she's our generation's Linda Hamilton. <gasps> Ooh.
0: Ooh. Guys, we've gone over time talking Woo! about Jennifer Gardner, <laughs> which is how I wanted this episode to end. <laughs> Please follow Charles and Chris on Twitter at Charles Rockhill at Chrisopotamia. Go to lighttreason.news. Smash that donate button to keep us going. Guys, have a wonderful rest of your week. And while you're at it, Get out there and cause a little trouble.